Man, we gotta start using Apple Cash. Okay, why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I can pay you in the convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff like at a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all that bank transfer stuff. Nope. It's just right there. Easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? See how easy that was? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stefo Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Annie. I have a question. Uh Uh-huh. Because we've talked about poetry a lot, but have you ever won an award or actually published a poem? Uh, I have won an award, but not for poetry, but I did win one for... I was known as like the essay queen, and I won the state essay championship, which I felt like a lot of poetry was in there. I was writing about like... It was a very metaphorical piece about hurricanes and change and all this stuff. Uh, I want a I want a medal for that. Okay, uh, but Maybe my po- my poetry was published in our local uh, school paper, which does not mean much, uh, but it was published there. <laughs> oh my god! Now that you said that, I remember we had like paper bound. Yes. Like every uh, year, school year, had a book of their own that was published in our schools and we would all buy it. Oh, my God. Yes. Uh-huh. I think mine burned because our house burned down. Oh, yeah, <laughs> several copies. But now that you said that, I think I had poems, I'm putting these in quotes, uh, published in that too. Wow, I forgot about that. But yeah, I yes. tried to get one of my poems published in an uh, online publication. Did not win. Mm-hmm. I don't even think they responded. Robbed. It's okay. It's okay. I'm okay. I did win a short story, fictional story uh, for my school. Never beyond that. I guess I'm not really a great writer now that I think about it. Uh, Even though I thought I was pretty good, apparently I'm not. Oh, I don't know about that. (laughs) But today we are talking about someone who was amazing, specifically with poetry and about their beautiful works as well as their amazing activism. Imtithal Mahmood or Emmy Mahmood for her supporters and those who know her. Um, And she is a world-renowned and world champion 
poet who has been using her voice and her pen to advocate for her community and for her country, uh, for her people, and just people. Uh, and she wrote her first poem at the age of 10, and it was titled War in Darfur, uh, referencing the violence and genocide occurring in her home country of Sudan. Um, and she has not stopped using her power of words to fight for so many who continue to be affected by war and displacement. Uh, and Mahmoud was born in Khartoum, Sudan in 1993, but later moved to the U.S. with her mother and father. And she has gone back to Sudan often with her family to help continue to protest and advocate for her community and her people. And it's obvious that her love and her passion for her people have only grown as she has grown in her talent and her wisdom and her activism. Yes. And in her interview with Bazaar, Mahmoud says about poetry and her work, for me, it was a fact of life that if you know what the cost of violence is, you must speak up about it and try to get as many people to understand as possible. Poetry in itself is very powerful. And just by nature of expressing ourselves through this form, we're seizing that agency we might not have had before. And she has done exactly that. In 2017, Mahmoud was able to set up the first peace talks, including civilians in Sudan, in the form of poetry town halls and went on a 1,000-kilometer peace walk from Dafur to Khartoum in 30 days the following year with thousands of people joining her along the way. Yeah, this was part of her uh, initiative that she took to Sudan in trying to bring up the many controversies that she's been advocating for and against and essentially advocating for the refugees uh, that's been displaced throughout. It's, it's an amazing. When you, whenever I read about people like her, I always just sit back and be like, man, I'm not doing with my life. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially seeing how long she's been doing this. In 2015, Mahmoud won the Individual Poetry Slam Championship in Washington, D.C. with a poem she had written shortly after the death of her grandmother titled Mama, which she stated was, quote, almost like a send-off for my grandmother. It was hectic. It was painful. It was relief. Maybe all of the stages of grief at once in a poem. And in that same year, she was named BBC's 100 Most Inspirational Women and then continued on in the following year, uh, the Woman of the World co-champion. And with those wins, she broke three world records in, quote, contemporary poetry as the youngest recipient of each prize and first poet to hold both titles concurrently. So breaking records on top of that. And yeah, she has since graduated from Yale with the studies from anthropology and molecular cellular developmental biology and was awarded a certificate in global health. And yeah, she double majored uh, and created her own double major because she says she wanted to know the history, the ins and outs of man so she could solve all the medical problems as well, I'm sure. Like, it's amazing. And she is the co-founder of Sickle Cell Nepal, which is a, quote, grassroots research initiative that combats sickle cell disease on the ground in Kathmandu and Nepal Ganj. Nepal reaching over 300 patients since 2014. And with all of that, Mahmoud has not stopped writing and inspiring with her poetry. She has been working with the UNHCR, which is the UN Refugee Agency, and was appointed as a Goodwill Ambassador in 2018 after performing at the first ever TEDx event held in a refugee camp, TEDx Kakuma Camp. Uh, she has been performing and speaking all over the world, including music festivals, conferences, UN General Assemblies, and just recently in 2021, she spoke on the impacts of climate change on refugees titled Di Baladna, 
I hope I'm not butchering that, meaning our land in Arabic, which has been published globally and you can find it on her site and you should definitely check it out. Right. And of her experiences, she told Harper's Bazaar, quote, being a Black woman, being a former refugee, being a Muslim woman, being young, a poet, all these different things can be a little bit disarming because people will constantly underestimate you. And in those moments, you're able to surprise them in a really good way. And I, I love that take because she talked about all the many events that she's she's been in present for, including uh, events with Obama and sitting down with Obama and talking about uh, different issues for uh, the Muslim people as well as refugees and has been a giant advocate. So just talking about how she's underestimated and just essentially blowing people away with her poetry. And if you do get a chance, you should definitely go look at her site. It's emmy-mahmood.com. Um, and you can find a lot of videos that's been published for her, her performing and her uh, just speaking at different conferences. But before we close here, uh, we did want to try and speak one of her poems because it is so beautiful. So sorry. We love poetry that we're going to try our best to perform it. <laughs> and I say just speak it, essentially. And this is from her uh, published works, Sister's Entrance, which you should absolutely go check out. I'm about to get a copy. And it's titled Millennial. I think that's very on point. I want to be owed something for all this virtue, this righteousness, satisfaction for sacrifice. But that's not the usual way of things. So I join a group for young Muslims. We hear the insides of our own thoughts from the mouths of one another. There is sorrow here, and in that sorrow, solace. There is joy here, and in that joy, abandon. Such arrogance it was to have ever felt that I was the only one of anything. I really loved it. It's beautiful. It's All of her poetry. <laughs> yeah, and you should definitely go check out, like I said, her works. Um, you can find it on YouTube. Just Google her name. She is phenomenal. Obviously, she has been doing this work for so long and has been a part of such a giant conversation. And as in fact, that 2021 poem, um, Our Land, she talked about how she went through the different refugee camps and spoke to individuals and was tasked by them, tell them these words. And she took a lot of what they said in, in, her, in her interviews with them and put it in her poetry. Um, and you can hear it. It's, it's beautiful and it's heart shattering and heart uh, pounding in every way, but she does an amazing job in what she does and the power of words and just going beyond that, doing amazing things with her education as well. Like it is phenomenal. And she has been uh, in the U.S. and she is an asset to the U.S. as well as uh, for refugees all over the world. So hats off and thank you for what you're doing. Yes. Yes, thank you so much. And listeners, go go look up her work because it is it is amazing. And as always, if you have any suggestions for someone we should cover on this segment or any suggestions at all, you can email us at Stephanie and Momstuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can find us on Twitter at Momstuff Podcast or on Instagram at Stuff I've Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I've Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. 
Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest, named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.